When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Hot Off the Mess. I am your host, Samantha Bush. And before we get into all of our housewives, Potomac, Salt Lake City, and Miami, I do have a special word from our Sister Wives correspondent, Gracie, a friend of the pod. She is going to be giving us a major update uh, on the goings-on at over at Coyote Pass. So enjoy that, and then we will just get right into everything else. I am joined by the amazing Chris Lewis, so I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Hello, cutie pies. It's me, Gracie Girl, um, your Sister Wives correspondent. A lot has happened in the Sister Wives universe, and um, I've been asked to come on here and quickly recap it, give you my thoughts, um, explainer for those that might not have their finger on the pulse of Sister Wives as much as I do. So last time we spoke, we basically were going over Christine leaving, how much we love her, yada, yada, yada. Well, things have happened. Um, there's a three-part one-on-one series where it's like a reunion, except everyone's like individual, and they're all letting it out. And this is when we find out the incredible piece of information that Janelle is leaving. Janelle is separated from Cody. My one thought on that is that um, much like Christine, Janelle and Cody do not have a legal marriage. So when Christine wanted to leave, she literally just declared divorce, a la Michael Scott declaring bankruptcy. She was like, I'm divorced, we're divorced, goodbye. So I'm curious to know the reasoning of declaring like you're separated rather than divorced when you don't need to go through legal paperwork. I fear and I truly worry that there's space for Janelle and Cody to work it out. I hope not, but um, that's great news. We celebrate that. Um, And then today I was at work, I was in the office and my phone blows up and I'm getting DMs and I'm getting push notifications. I'm getting texts and an article, I believe people came out and said, uh, Mary's leaving. And at first I'm like, oh, holy shit. Like everything's crumbling. This is amazing. But sadly, I read the article and it basically is, um, I'm not sure if they pulled it from the one-on-one three-part tell-all series or if this was an interview. I'd need to go back and check. But Mary basically says, um, you know, we're, we're done. We're like, we're separated. We're over because Cody keeps saying that. Cody keeps saying that. It's not coming from a place of like, I'm done with this. I want to move on. I want to take the next step in life. I want to, you know, date my 
best friend who works at my bed and breakfast because she definitely does but anyways um and so at the end of the article mary says but i'm still open to working it out which like grab your oversized shoes grab your rainbow wig grab your nose because that's clown ass behavior and i hate it i've never seen someone so like publicly humiliated by their partner the way I see Mary has been for years and years and years and continues to stay. It is like, it's confusing to me. And I was listening to Bitch Sass because Bitch Sass actually did an episode breaking down Sister Wives. And I think they make a good point. Um, the finances of Sister Wives is like a weird clouded mystery. Sometimes they're really open about it and they're like, yeah, we like share everything. And then sometimes like things don't really make sense. So they said they think Mary is staying close by because she has nothing left like she's put into this pot over and over and over again but like nothing is legally in her name she is not legally married to cody she was but she got divorced so robin could legally marry cody so he could adopt those children which is like the bamboozlement of the century because i'm pretty positive you don't need to be a married couple to adopt those children but i don't know correct me if i'm wrong i'm sure you will commenters um but things are going crazy. I've said it a million times before. Sister Wives is in a renaissance era. Everyone is talking about it. It is like left the TLC bubble and is like hit mainstream. If you are a TLC girl like myself, there is this weird stigma embarrassment you get with being a TLC girl because like the shows are ridiculous and like weird. You have like like thousand pound sisters you have sister wives you have 90 day fiance and they're all like crazy people and you're just watching their lives and you don't really talk about it it's not like bravo where there's like a million forums for you to talk about it but now sister wives has broken that bubble and we have entered a new era and um if you ever like if you are listening to this and you're like wow this sounds really juicy i want to watch um i've had people ask me this there's like 16 seasons so unless you have months and months like i do um it's hard to watch from the beginning i think you only need to watch like season one and then the past three seasons to like get a good grip on like what's happening right now um but it's really hard not to be hooked and want to watch every single episode because it is crazy and to those soldiers who have suffered through over 10 years of this show as myself i applaud you and i applaud myself we have made it to the peak like this is everything um i also have theories on cody being QAnon. apparently cody sells guns at trade shows uh that's I, that's something we need to discuss but i'll save that for another day um as always come over to gracie nation and we talk about it all the time gracie you can follow me at gracie bullet on instagram g-r-a-c-i-e-b-u-l-l-e-i-t love you sam happy holidays everybody bye Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Hot Up the Mess. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I am back with none other than Chris Lewis. Hi, Chris. Hello. How are you? I'm lovely. I, You know, you're in your standard Ivy Park getup looking It's chilly. I'm, I'm in my early December, although now it's like mid. I don't know what's going I on. I don't know where we are, what day it is. Chris and I were just discussing. We're like, it's evening. Like, it's late. And we looked at the clock and it's simply 5.12. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, it is like midnight. Yeah, it feels... We're basically... This is like us talking about the weather, by the way. It's just like nobody yeah, wants to weather, hear about like 
Oh my god, it's getting dark so early. Yeah, but the weather is way more interesting. I know the weather is interesting, but again, it's just, but again, I do like to hear whenever anyone's like, "Wow, can you believe how dark it's getting dark so early now?" I'm like, it really is. Yeah, you know, well, it's like it's something that? we all can relate to. Well, you know who loves that is my mom. She'll update me. With like how late if, it's how, how early the sun's going down, and if we gain a minute, like she'll tell me because it means spring is coming. I'm like it's literally December. Yeah, I don't have that. Um, I'm yeah. not that clocked in. Yeah, she's to the she's comings and goings in. of the moon. Um, so we are going to be talking about Real Houses of Potomac, Real Houses of Salt Lake City, but our crown jewel that would be Miami. Oh, well, I disagree there. I mean, my crown jewel is Potomac. Potomac is better than Miami right now? I'm getting more laughs, which is ultimately, I think, why I watch Bravo. I think in terms of wish fulfillment and beauty in terms of how it's shot, it's almost like, and this is going to sound shocking, it's almost like we've entered, like, prestige television with Miami. Like, the, it's just shot so... It looks like an it's AMC beautiful. show. It looks like Mad Men. It is beautiful. Like, these people... And I know that this phrase is overused. Like, give them an Emmy. But, like, for real. For Miami, specifically. Like, but the footage why don't the other shows get, look this good? I is don't know. Bravo just not putting in the same amount of money as Peacock in terms of just filters? Yeah, and I also think Miami is just fun and fresh, and they're really well, they can play. We were in Miami and Potomac, and it didn't. It wasn't glossy. That was a different Miami. I just feel like we're just not. And I felt this way about Girls Trip too. It just looks better. Yeah, it's like the cameras are crisper, but we're at the same production house. I feel like we're still under the umbrella of NBC Universal. But something's going on at Peacock where they are doing high def. I also think Peacock is like, look, not one other goddamn thing we've tried to get going has worked. So, like, we're really hanging our hat on just mm-hmm. these Housewives spinoff shows. That's all they have. That's Because all they I have. feel like everyone's like, why do you subscribe to that? And I'm like, well, Ultimate Girls Trip in Miami. Why am I? I don't touch that app. I only have Housewives or Bravo shows on there because I think Hulu is going to start taking Housewives and stuff off. You're right. They have. And so now I am using Peacock more because Mm -hmm. of that. So you are right. That was a good call on Peacock's. It was. They were like, we got to get people over here. Do they have any other original programming? That I'm aware of. I feel like a lot of people are going to list like a bunch of shows that everyone said like, this is the best show no one's watching. It was like, yeah, Yeah. because it's on Peacock. It's on Peacock. It's like Paramount Plus. I only watch The Good Wife on it. Well, you know, I watch Paramount Plus down to the minute. Well, wait, how did you watch um, Homecoming? New Orleans Homecoming? Uh, I had it, Paramount Plus then. Wasn't then that on Paramount Plus? And yeah, then you I got, got rid of it and yeah, then you came back. Then I had to come back because I Googled how the fuck do I watch The Good Wife? And I have a little bone to pick with you. Okay. So you said to me, Sam, I want you to come to me with all your Good Wife's thoughts. And I do. I text okay. you feverishly. But here's the thing. Your, your texts don't make any sense. Bleak. <laughs> well, because you don't tell me. You'll just say, OMG, Kalinda. <laughs> that could be any episode from episode one until the end of season six. Okay, I don't know where right. you are. You're like Kalinda in this scene with that man. I'm like, I, I don't like, know what you're You're like, give me something talking. else. Or I'll just be like, Alicia. <laughs> and I don't want to spoil anything. So I'm just right. like... I'm like, LOL, right. that's, that's great. That's on me. That's like, on me. <laughs> if you could orient me with an episode title, a season. Something, please. Yeah. Um, 
Wow. Okay. So I'm glad I got that off. It's just like if I text you out of the blue and was like, Carrie, in all caps, and you were like, huh? I I don't. (laughs) You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. So let's just dive right in. I want to talk Potomac first. All right. What do you want to talk about? What's, what's, what are you, where are you feeling in the world of my world, really, you know, of the DMV? The DMV. Because it's Um, not Potomac. Where, what I'm feeling is, I don't know. Robin's really stepped her pussy up. And I know everyone's hating her right now. I'm loving it. I don't understand what people want from, want this from woman. her. She showed up with she's a woman in tech. A woman in tech. She showed up with that Alexa. And I I'm Now like she's upset. carting it around to talk shows. I saw her on today. She had it it's at Sherry Shepard. She's become Shepherd. a character. And I'm honestly upset that the internet has not like welcomed her with open arms. Like this is a woman who's up to something. And I appreciate that. And I she's also, able to also move on from things. Like, well, I love I a woman know. who can cause chaos, but then have some resolution. Well, and one thing I'll say is, is that I just think she is, um, sometimes I feel like people don't really understand what we're all here watching. Right. Like, people will be like, I cannot believe this woman would behave like that at a, at a dinner table. And I'm like, did you just turn did on Did you guys, like, not watch Dinner from Hell? Like, this is what we're here for. We're not, right. That, yes, if my dear friend at a dinner table brought out an Alexa to, to like, expose my, like, shit to the world, yeah. I would be really angry. However, watching that on gagged. television, I am so appreciative of that kind of behavior. Yeah, and that's what people need to realize. Like, and I felt this... I feel this a lot of times when people, like, really shit on our villains. I'm like, no, like... They keep these shows going. You are guys. you considering Robin Dixon the villain? Of no, the but people of are like, no, but people really like to come for her right now. People are really, really hating on Robin. I think the villain um, is just like circumstance and possibly Matt. When it comes to radio, AMP hits different. AMP is a free live radio app where anyone can hop on the mic and play the music they love. From hip hop to house music to heavy metal. Discover new to you tracks and playlists made by music lovers who know what's good. And that includes you. Jump in the chat or call in to share your taste and add your own picks to the mix. Download AMP. That's AMP for free in the App Store or go to onamp.com. Want a smoother contour and more youthful looking cheeks? Rediscover a younger looking you by adding volume to the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC, part of the number one selling collection of dermal fillers based on January 2022 provider survey data. With help from Juvederm Voluma XC and a licensed specialist, you can achieve a more youthful cheek look completely customized for your goals. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
Matt is quite the man around town when it comes to housewives. He's got his hands in every pot. I actually don't feel safe talking about him. I feel like he could get at both of us in like once. Like, I feel like he would actually just drive to Baltimore and knock on my door and be like, what the fuck did you say? (laughs) (laughs) We'd be Ah. recording shortcomings and you'd be like, oh my God, Matt's going down the street. (laughs) No, I'm terrified of him. He is a a bone chilling figure to Mm -hmm. me. He really does. But But also my favorite side character on the show, well, him talking to Karen about this, the circus slash live show that she plans on slash doing. Slash drag show, slash Q&A. Q&A keeping up with Karen, slash Dan. opening to Pride <sighs> by way of um, a few circus animals, by way of uh, like talk back with Ray, by way of like. It I was know. Ev- it's like, what is this? And even Karen seemed to be disassociating. She was like. And yet each this- time she was like, love it. We'll be there. No one's ever thought of anything like that. Mm. Original. You were speaking to me some Karen. I was like, what is this scene? Just original thoughts. Like, she was loving it. She really they does are, love her Maddie. They are so the, um, what the kind of, gen- you know how like, look, we can all, and again, I oh live boy. in Baltimore, but a stone's throw from Potomac in terms mm. of the size of the world. Right. But I think when Potomac came out, I was like, what the fuck is it? I had never even heard of it. Then to find that none of them live there, it is like, it is a jankier place for us to be in terms of Beverly Hills, New York. Yeah. Miami. Miami. So to me, Karen and Matt are our janky Erica. And what was that gentleman's name who would always be like, cunty, cunty, cunty girl? (laughs) What? What was his name? Oh, Mikey. Yeah. Karen or Matt are like they fell down the Christmas tree like eight rungs and then we landed Dang. at Karen and Matt just like sitting there like we're gonna have drag queens. Ooh, you know I love a queen. I know. <laughs> what Karen is simply just someone that I could watch like forever. Well, we and yet none of us watched her spinoff. Oh, definitely didn't. It was only two episodes. When so I found out it was two episodes, I was shocked. So it's fun when we're always like, I would watch Karen do anything. And it's like, well, Bravo gave us the chance and we didn't. We didn't. We tapped so out. I, think we I really, I really desperately want Portia to get a spinoff going. I need her back on TV. I do too. I'm so excited. Wait, so what were we talking about? We were talking about Tomic, um, Karen and Matt. But I want to talk Robin and Candace making up. Okay, what is this fucking friendship they presented to us like it was no. Lucy and Ethel? Deadass. They're good friends. Like, they they have, like, a, a good friendship. And I really think Robin standing up for Candace and Chris meant so much to her. That like why did this... Candace throw Robin under the bus so quickly for simply pulling out an Alexa? When did Candace throw Robin under the bus? I just felt like she was like Robin. I don't trust you. You're a gross bitch. Like she in the well, in I don't the, think she meant Robin in her no, Instagram no, no. live. I mean, in the, well, many have reported, I guess, that she actually says in the Instagram live, "I love Robin." So like, right. So like, why Robin even did any of this? So I'm like, did Robin not even finish the I Instagram live? Robin and I are we're we're very similar, <laughs> and we um. She got I, angry and was like, cut it off. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, but I, no, I'm glad I that these two the kind of. I in the bus home from the club. Like when she's screaming oh, at her. Oh, she was so hurt. Like it just doesn't feel, I was genuinely like when they sat down, I was like, what is this friendship they're referring to? And if it does exist, I'd like to have seen it before this episode. 
Or this season. Like, I would have liked to see maybe, like, a little montage they could have thrown together of all their good times. I've never even seen them in a... I felt like that was the first time we've ever seen them even have lunch together. You're right. (laughs) It was just like... They were like, Robin has always been there for me of this group. She's the only person... Like, are you dear friends with Wendy? Yeah, but I don't think she fucks with Wendy like that. I think she loves Wendy, respects Wendy, but ultimately doesn't trust Wendy. Yeah, she was like, I hate But she knows Robin's a loyal girl. Robin's always been there for me. And then it cut to Robin and she was like, I consider Candace like a little sister. I'm like, they grew up in different homes. Like, I've never seen you two together. That's true. I would have liked a montage. Simply the footage doesn't exist. But I did, I mean, I cried once we heard the awful story about Robin's hairstylist losing her brother and sister-in-law, I believe. That was so... It's tragic. Sad. I, this is going to be tough to say. What? When you are hugging someone who is going through grief, I don't know that you need to pose out to camera and be smiling and looking directly in the lights. <laughs> Candace is a pageant queen. She's going to find her light no matter what. It just felt like she never once like was like really letting Robin into her bosom. She was just like. She was like, got to get my light. She was like me on this Zoom, just staring up into the <laughs> ring light. <laughs> No, for real. I seriously. <laughs> I was just like, can we have a little bit more compassion? Oh my god, Chris, there is something that I've been dying to want to talk to you about. Oh, <clears throat> go on, Mia and Jacqueline. Mia's joint chiropractor. Event. Well, speak about a stone's throw. I pass one almost every day. Oh my god, I need you to go in. I need you to assess and just like the locale, move around the brochure, the and consider myself the CEO. <laughs> yes, yes. I love that. You do. That scene to me, I was laughing for her. The way she presents herself, you would have thought she was fucking Forbes, Bill Gates, Fortune 500. Man with that dumb turtleneck on. Steve Jobs, when he he was coming out to unveil a new iPhone. (laughs) She didn't have a ribbon. She didn't have a She didn't have have a a scissor. She didn't have a client. She didn't have. I felt like every person who was there was like uh, the crew of the show. Mm. It looked like a bleak crew. And it's truly, I mean, when I found out that this was essentially just a subway for backs, I I was shocked. I mean, look, gagged almost. Yeah. I, But I just love the pageantry she brings to it. Yes. And the thing that I love about it is it feels entirely authentic to me. I believe no camera on oh. Mia would have shown up in that dusty purple, like, business suit and just been like here i am no that's the thing about mia is like she's dead ass serious and like i'm obsessed with her voice <laughs> she's so crazy everything she... is whispered and beautiful Giselle has a beautiful heart you I really, really you that. really do love mia and i find it so funny <laughs> i just think she's so watchable in that she's so devious in that oh my god rosy... i can't remember a thing that rosy top she has on in that one confessional, she's never not, like, looking up like, I did it. <laughs> I love her. I love her. Now, what are your you thoughts know. on Jacqueline and their Ooh. friendship? Jacqueline and her friendship with Jacqueline? Look, I'm excited that whatever is going on between Mia, Jacqueline, Daddy's Daddy G. Daddy G. And um, this ex-boyfriend, whatever it is, I'm so excited that it's woken Giselle up. And she's like, you know what? This 
is a storyline that I'm really going to hammer home. She's Giselle said, I took my producer hat off with Candace. Mm-hmm. I'm putting it back on and I'm going to get everything that's happening here. The thing that I love about Giselle is she knows when to, to, to take that break. When she's like, if I if I keep going on this, like, this hard, like, I'm going to lose so many people. So she knows she when to tap in and tap out. But I also think she just, there is a world. I have to always caution people because I do think Giselle and I are quite similar. Very. In the sense that we are both emotionally removed people. So, like, mm-hmm. when people want her crying and screaming, I'm like, you're not going to get that from us unless we're really angry. Mm-hmm. And also, she just moves. I think she is someone who just moves on. She's like, yeah, I told you I thought your husband did something inappropriate. I don't really have anything to back it up, and I'm kind of good now. <laughs> and people are like, uh, do you have any details? She's like, no, I have my feelings. Yeah, she's like, he was just in there, and I felt weird. And, yeah, and, like, she, okay. and people are like, that isn't enough. And she's like, it is for me. And I would be the exact And she I literally would. dropped it. She was like, she literally yeah, she, just was like, I had to get that off my chest. And Candace was like, brought it up fuck again. you. Also, so I'm just surprised it's become this big thing for Candace because it just feels so light I think, compared to I think, everything that's going on with her and Ashley. I think layered with the Ashley and Chris tech DM thing, that was what really bothered her. It wasn't and just Giselle. She- because Candace did like come to her multiple times very calmly and like very like listen okay I'm well sorry as calmly you as felt. Candace can come to oh yeah anyone. I mean she's not still like zen Jen. like <laughs> she's very she's still candy gal it's not just like she's a normal person she's like she's not piece of dynamite walking around with legs <laughs> Let's just... this episode is brought to you by Snapple Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. She's an unhinged woman who I love. Who we love. You saw her in live. I paid my money and you saw Robin. You top dollar. Well, I'm pretty top dollar. I don't want to say that. There were people closer, but I was closer than Robin. You were close. You were in awe. I did. Uh, there was something I wanted to bring up. Oh, one thing I do want to bring up about the Chris thing that I do think is getting lost in this. Okay. And that you and I talked about a lot. What? He was really drunk at that reunion. He's kind of always drunk. And I think that that layer, I think that that should be talked about. I would yeah. also feel very uncomfortable in well, a room with another person like, who was as drunk as we've seen him get. Mm-hmm. Much like we saw him drunk at the end of this last episode, just wandering around the backyard like, I'm not apologizing to anybody. Yeah, <laughs> just bumbling around, making chicken. Asking me to apologize. I was like, who's he talking to? Is anyone with him? I know. And he like, I don't know. You've called it from the very beginning of the season. You're like, something's going on in that house. I don't care for their late night Instagram lives. They make me very uncomfortable. (laughs) What? I'm asleep. I I just feel like there's a lot of alcohol going on in that house late at night. Mm. I did love her ugly sweater Christmas party. I look, I have a love. For Candace, Dylan Bassett. Mm-hmm. Deeply, she's my Sagittarius sister. I, at any given moment, could become her. Right. But thanks to therapy, I have tamped down 
my need to say we don't have it. Yeah. Right. When I can. Okay. So all of this is just to simply say, I just don't know that it's that big of a deal with any... Well, again, I just want to say, I don't think that what Giselle did was that big of a deal. Now, I think she should absolutely be trying to kill Kim, uh, <coughs> Ashley, who is also oh my just God. one of my favorite housewives of all time. Of all time. Ashley, let's talk Ashley, Michael, She's been stirring the shit. She's been stirring the shit since she showed up in that park, on that swing set, saying Robin had two nickels to rub together. She is a professional. She's like, I Googled their names. They don't have any money. Totally broke. It's crazy. <laughs> Everyone was like, Ashley, please. They're like, she's who always like, are what? you? I'm in- she's like, I'm an independent woman and I speak my mind. Which we find out that that's not the case. She's really not independent. As we learn this season. Yeah, you would like to see him and Giselle get together. I really would. I've said mm. this since that strange 1990s bebop party they had. Oh, yeah. And Uncle Lump yeah. was there in a sideways hat. <laughs> Silly thought, boy. And I think he hugged Giselle and I thought, this is a great couple. Mm. Yeah, that's that's the night that Michael Darby said, I'm going to suck his dick. That's that you night. I remember that. That was the night for the ages. That's yeah. up there with like the night everyone found out the Titanic sank. But Ashley really has got herself her. into a pickle. She feels lost, confused, alone, doesn't know what to do. I don't understand why she can't move in with Uncle Lum. I don't understand why she can't just move out and live in a house and get a nanny. Like, you can afford it. I don't understand why Ashley's acting like she has no money and no prospects. Like, babe, what are you fucking doing? I think because it's like if you, I think, so she's what, probably 30-ish, 31-ish, 32 now. I think she's like 34. She's been been with Michael since, no, I'm just trying to, so she's been with Michael like 12 years-ish total. Because didn't they get together when she was like 22? What? I think it was her early 20s when they got oh, together. Oh, my heavens. Okay. I think. I uh, I think. I could be making that up, but I really do think it was her early 20s. Oh, my when God. They, so I okay. say all of that to just mean, like, if if you have stuck out wanting that mm. money and by accident falling, fallen in love with that man, mm-hmm. I think she's just like, I have to fucking see this to the end. Like... I'm going to get, she's not leaving that goddamn sweat box of an apartment until she has a check in hand. That's what I think is really going on. I think she's like, I'm scared to move out and lose like that level of control because that's, she needs that. She needs to know what's going on. And look. Because he tried to pull the wool over her eyes with that LLC house real estate guy or girl. And look, she has she landed on a gorgeous gentleman. Oh, Absolutely. Stunning. Do I think he has anything money-wise? I unfortunately I don't think so. He does have a maple syrup in a home goods. I, I don't know that that syrup is I don't know. It's kinda, it's in places. Is People he even on Bravo anymore? Is he getting a steady paycheck from he Bravo? He was itself? on Winter House um and then got exiled. I thought he got I thought he like Picked up his bags in the middle of the night. And well, and then he came back. It was him. like a whole thing. Oh, he came back. He circled back. He did. But it's like Probably a Probably for thing. that check. Right. Um, <laughs> so I just, so... I, 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 while I love that she's with 
a very attractive man. I think we all have our hearts in this relationship. I love to see pictures of Lindsay and Carl and those two bouncing around. Mm. I would, I, I was hoping she'd land on just someone with a little bit more wealth. Yeah. But honestly, with the amount of money that Michael allegedly has, I don't think she needs that. And I think that that's I, And powerful. I just hope she gets it. I just hope she gets it. That's all I want and for I, all of these women who married these awful men. Well, I also want people to keep in mind, especially with her and Robin specifically, these are women who have been on this franchise for seven years. They are making good money. They also get paid a lot of money for Instagram ads, podcasts, stuff. Like, they're okay. Like, they don't... Podcasts? You're not paying me one cent to be on here. Oh, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> I'm talking about did Robin, you, for example. Did you play Can? Oh, you mean from Reasonably Shady? Yes. Yeah, okay. I thought you meant for podcast appearances. I'm like, people don't get paid to be on podcasts. No, 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 no. It's um, still the Wild West. Yeah, it's really crazy out in these streets. But yeah, I, I just want people to remember, like, Ashley, what, even without Michael's money, would be fine. Yeah, but she's okay. earned his money. No, no, no. She has. I hope she gets every single penny. I just, I, I'm just saying, like, she doesn't need Michael to, like, buy her this house. She doesn't need do Michael. The, she this is going to be tough to say. What? I respect Michael for one reason. What? He's off the show. Oh, yeah. This is not someone who he divorced. Or he was like, we're getting to divorce. And he's still paddling around like mm-hmm. Peter. No. He's, he's he was gone. like, I have been dragged through the fucking mud on this show. I've like, been called gay. I've been called. I've been called. A, I've been called a groper. I've been called a yeah. pedophile. I've been called. Like, I've been called every which way. I've been called fucking crocodile Dundee. Like, I'm not sitting. I'm not going to like lunch with. I mean, Ray he's like not come to multiple reunions. He's like, I'm not coming. He's like, I will film in this shit apartment. Mm-hmm. You hate that apartment. It just doesn't feel safe for children. Like, no. Doesn't the feel sharp safe. corners. Like, I, feel like I would lose an eye in that apartment. But I love Potomac this season. I think it's great. I'm I think so it's a classic season. Half. It's a and classic I love season. that we had Giselle and Karen taking some time off, letting the other girls carry the seat. Mm-hmm. I love that they also probably sat back and were like, you know what, Giselle? We're not fighting this year. We'll do light shade. But we are not arguing with one another. They... We're going to give the people occasionally groups, yeah. like scenes where we get together for lunch. Yeah. But we're not arguing. Let these other girls carry the show for a, for a year or two. Yeah. But I think they're, they're both getting activated at the back half. They're in a good seem... space where now I think it's very solidified that they are like frenemies. Like they're not going to try to pretend to be best friends anymore. They're not going to even try to even really work towards that level of friendship. They're like, have they ever? Where we're at. Ever what? I feel like first episode of this show, they were like, I have loved Karen for years. 20 minutes later, it was like, I fucking hate that bitch. And she's Yeah, but they always tried to kind of go back and be like, okay, let's try to be best friends again. Remember Giselle brought her cookies. They like tried to do that whole thing. I think that's mostly just like, hey, we need to like do film group scenes this week. (laughs) Okay. So I'll bring you some cookies. I don't know that they've ever wanted to get to friendship. Oh. But I love that they've decided like we are not arguing. We're not like fighting. This season will not be a season long beef between the two of us. We've done it. Let these other girls get to work. Like, but Shasha seems to be is going to activate Karen. Mm. And Giselle seems like, you know, I'm going to do some devious stuff over here with Mia and Jacqueline. Also, I just really quick before we move on to Salt Lake City, I want to talk about, I know, I want to talk about just Giselle being a beautiful mother. 
I just think it was a beautiful moment with Jamal there are no, and the There girls. are no children I love on this planet more than Grace Angel and Adore. You love them. I, I've loved them since the first episode when I clocked their names. I thought those are great names. Grace Angel and Adore. Beautiful girls. And Many of us are already planning our New Year's resolutions to work out more in 2023. But let's face it, they rarely stick. Well, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, cycling shoes, heart rate monitors, and more with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Don't wait. Get this offer before it ends on December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. I loved that party. I, I, I just think Giselle, and people are always like, oh, well, there she goes again with her group scenes with her daughter. I'm like, well, guys, these are her children. What do you guys want? Right. It's like it's like when Karen has a scene with Ray or Candace has a, a scene with Chris. These are the people Chris. in her life. And I also want to say, and this is something that I believe Candace said on when she was on your podcast, which I actually thought was one of the more insightful, normal things she has said, which is, we are all each other's storylines. Like, we have to stop saying, oh, Candace doesn't have a storyline. My storyline is Ashley mm-hmm. and our relationship. And yet now here she goes, when it's not convenient to her, pull it off this nonsense with Giselle. And it's like, well, Giselle's storyline is always the same. Yeah, she's devious mm-hmm. and um, messy. Yeah. And what do we... Every show needs a Giselle. And when we don't have a Giselle... We we're floundering, right? Rony towards the end. No Oof. one was invested in trying to move story along, right? And Giselle occupies a really great spot of being likable enough, mm-hmm. and also keeping her eyes on um, her relationship with the other cast because it is really great how close she is to Ashley, even though she has said awful, awful things. things. It always shocks me how close they are. I'm like, they're like wait. Best, they're like BFFs. She really, I think, manages her relationship with Karen really well mm-hmm. in terms of keeping the show going. Like, those four really understand that, like, this is a group project. Yes. And they're so, the core four and they you, can't go anywhere. Whereas you have someone like Rena who's just like ripping heads left and right and it doesn't make any sense. So you can't be an agitator who isn't also invested in. Mm-hmm. Giselle's actually far closer to Kyle Richards than she is to Rena and um, other people. She, she is closer to Kyle. Friends. Right. Where she understands like I have to keep my hands in these people's lives and make them think I'm like here for them. But then when I need to position them to be in an awful situation, they're just little chess pieces. That's but Giselle. I also don't think she's manipulative. Like when Candace. Oh, I don't is think she's saying, manipulative. Like when Candace is like, "Well, I." I think Giselle's very s- direct with her. And she's not LVP behavior. to me, sitting around no, thinking like, plotting. "Oh, the season is going to start, and here's what I'm going to do." Like I don't think she, can, they're all messy individually. You can't blame Giselle for Ashley. Mm-hmm. Ashley is. Ashley's going to Ashley. Anyone on the planet ever. Ashley is going to Ashley. God, I can't wait for her and Candace to get into it again. Mm. There's nothing I love more than to watch those two squawk at each other. (laughs) Forehead, legs, hips, body. Body. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's talk Salt Lake City. Well, you're going to have to drive this one because I gave up on that ship. (laughs) Okay, but you, you did dabble. I watched the last two. Okay. But I hadn't seen one. The last I saw them, they were still um, on their first cash trip. Oh, in Arizona? 
Yeah. And I was like, I can't be in this house. I don't like what the, I don't like any of what's going on here. Then to come back and see they're in another shitty house. Yeah. I have something that I need to get off my chest. Okay. I hope it's about Heather. It's not. Wait, which one? No, I mean the other one. What's her name? Whitney. Yeah, Whitney. It's not. I like Whitney. I hate Meredith Marks. Well, she's the only one I found any joy in. I found found her to be so triggering slash boring slash why are you fucking here? Why is no one talking about the fact that you're on drugs and like clearly – not st- like not on this planet like i don't, I don't think understand. she's on drugs but i think she's never not drinking a um i think there is a straight like line of no white she's wine. got a, a a a pill cocktail happening for sure no i love Chris, you don't act like that when you're when you're drinking when she's like what do you mean what is she acting like she's slurring she, she's acting asleep she's like i'm not gonna want a surfboard i'm like are that you okay <laughs> That's no, it's Meredith. like no, it's like sleepy time tea. It's awful. I love her. <laughs> you don't love her. You're just saying to, that because I No, hate I her. really do. To me, she is like a character. She is that. But like, I don't I appreciate enjoy her. like I think that so like what Soul Lake City to me is missing is like like true like Miriam Cosby. Like Miriam I think Miriam Cosby and I think no, what's her name again? The one I like that I just said I liked. Meredith? Meredith. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, are like true characters okay. that seem almost strangely representative of that world. Whereas, and they and say what you want about Mary, I don't think she is gaming in the same way all of these other women are. A sort of how am I coming off on this show? No, because Meredith doesn't know where she is. No, exactly. I appreciate that. Whereas the rest of them, you can just truly see them in every like that end fight. At that, when they were all dressed like Marilyn Monroe, I could, you, it was truly like watching people like, Lisa, I'm mad at you because you once said that Heather doesn't like me. And then it was like, wait, we already made up about there that. It was just like something... everyone's thinking about the show. Yes. And this is something I've honestly never seen before. From Housewives, where it's an entire cast doing this. Because yeah. normally it's like one, one woman, person. and you're like, get them off. This is crazy. But with this franchise, it's like the whole cast is doing it. Watching it's Whitney like- and Heather trying to have a conversation was so frustrating to me. And I felt so bad for Whitney in that moment because she's like, Are you are you okay? Are I felt you? bad for Whitney, that idiot. She's no, not an a, idiot. She's a, a very nice girl. Because of course she's, and I want to give so much grace and space, and I don't mean to laugh. Of course, you are truly a menace. A menace. About what she's going through, because I think that childhood trauma does come up. It well, is well, and Heather is her cousin. Okay, but again, I love, and, and this is what I want to say to you and all you fucking Bravo <laughs> fans. All of you are what? like, like you are pretending like we didn't make fun of them for saying they were cousins in the first season when you they were like, hold we, me to things I we say. met last week at a Starbucks and found out we're cousins. So like you're pretending that they have this long familial relationship. <laughs> yeah, like, like Heather was Thanksgiving. Like, they literally, it's just they're cousins because the Utah's full of a bunch of inbred people. Sorry, Utah. 
Yes, you are not wrong. But also, I mean, Lisa is just... Uh, hold on. Before I you wanna, go on, I really what? do want to close the circle and make very clear yeah, that childhood trauma is real, that I yes. hold space and grace for what's her name to go through whatever her... Whitney, Whitney. To go through whatever she she needs to go through. Mm-hmm. I would suggest, you, and I think a therapist might also agree with me, that if you discover that, the first place to go is not to reality television. Too late. Like, no, I just mean the fact that she discovered it and was like, gotta tell this to my husband on camera. I was like, just let this sit a little, would be my advice truly as someone who's in therapy for his own childhood trauma. Right. Is that like you, before you share things, at least it's been my experience, it is like much more helpful for you to have a To digest. And have digested it. And so she is like a raw nerve, I yeah. think. And so, but you also have to understand when she keeps saying things like this is... Heather, you are, like, when people use the, like, it's become, like, an internet phrase triggering. There are, of course, times when people who, quote, unquote, trigger you or things that trigger you are their fault. Like, if I know what your trauma is. Mm -hmm. Which Heather did. And and I am exploiting it. By throwing her into the wall. (laughs) That, no, like, so not everyone comes to the table with the same understanding of what is triggering, of what is childhood trauma. Like, you have to hold and be able to explain yourself right. as to, in a way, and I think we can all agree that this is not a group of women with a um, strong grasp on the English language in terms of their ability to communicate have their a thought and communicate out their thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Because it's like two people, because I think both of them have points, but both of them are so dim. <laughs> That they can't quite to me land the, the plane. conversation. Yeah, they're not landing the plane, and to me the conversation just kept going like this. Then you got that little rat Barlow in there. Love her, but okay. she's like a little rat. Like she, I'm obsessed. She with her. is dangling her friendship so in front of these women. She's so level headed. She is the most batshit insane woman on, on this whole Earth. cast. Maybe the planet Earth. You have lost your mind. Like, I don't think you're watching Salt Lake City. I don't know what you're watching. Well, I'm not. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I think I made that clear. Actually, yeah, you're not. Um, Did that Jen Shaw is quite literally very manipulative and very dangerous. Okay, so I seem to have missed a lot of her bad behavior this season by taking multiple episodes off. Oh, Chris. Because I thought the last two episodes she came off as breezy and fun, just showing her breasts and running around. Did you not watch the episode before where she threw everyone's things off the boat and punt or and then I, and then well, pushed I did tell Lisa Barlow? Really, I didn't look. It was on in my presence. I can't. But you were your it. eyes weren't on it. Yeah, I okay. was mostly just like scrolling on my phone and like looking at like Trump's he, website about his trading cards. Oh my god, <laughs> that was a, that. yeah. We're not going to touch that. No, she's volatile. She is dumping drinks on her friends' heads. She's. Pushing Lisa. No, it wasn't fun. It was like mean in the moment. Like, oh, it, it was. was. It wasn't just like she like. It's like silly girl. Like it yeah, was like, literally like. No, it was like you're taking the master bedroom. And dumped. And then she pushed Lisa friend. Barlow off a boat. No, not off a boat. But then she pushed the Lisa Lotus? Barlow. Then she proceeded to throw a veggie tray off the boat and Angie K's fifteen hundred dollar heels. 
off the boat and into the ocean. No, I just want to go back to Lisa Barlow because I do love her. Yeah, what? But she's batshit insane. How like, is this woman da- insane? She's literally the most normal she, woman on this show. The way she dangles, and I say that I'd give that moniker to Meredith. So this is wild. Oh my god. What are you she, the talking way she about? dangles and weaponizes her friendship. She is like, she is so like the girl who's clearly looking at two people who are would have been beneath her in middle school and high school, Heather and um, the other one, Whitney. Whitney. And she is like, I'm going to watch these two dummies basically vacillate between the two. It's spin out of control. Like she two crazy tops. She's like genuinely like cool with Whitney. Heather, she's, like, very, like, I don't understand her. For now. For now. But also, the thing about Heather that I don't understand is, like, why she has this loyalty to Jen Shaw and why, like, Jen Shaw has called her Shrek. Has called her a Lego figurine. That was tough. Those are tough things. And I feel like that's worse Oh, and well, I don't know, you. being indicted on felony charges for swindling okay, well, elderly defend. people. I, well, I can't So Heather's that, like siding with this. And then, but with Whitney, she like doesn't allow Whitney to ever fuck up. Like if Whitney fucks up, it's like end of the world. I can't be your friend. Loyalty is done. It's like, bitch, what are you fucking talking about? I opened up to you about my my abuse and the trauma that I've just now since repre- I have repressed it my whole <sighs> life. Really and then you pushed me into a wall? All right. Well, clearly you're sipping that wild rose rosé or whatever the fuck I'm sipping it. I've injected it into my veins. I'm unwell. I will tell you three reasons of why... What is her... Whitney? Whitney. No, Heather. Heather (laughs) Heather. is so close to Jinshaw. Jinshaw is a caring narcissist. And when she shines her light on you, it is like... For someone like I know. for someone like Heather, that is like Jen is the, the rainbow pearly fish. gate opening up. Like I think it's the same reason. Like you, if you even notice, like you'd think her family would be a lot more alarmed, but there is something none of about, them like, seem to care. But it's not, and I think it's not only because like well, oh well, she's going to prison, not us. But it's because mm-hmm. I think she is someone who, when she gives herself to you. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think she got into this Michigas and whatever she did, because I still don't really understand, based off of a place of wanting economic mobility to take care of people. And that is her way of showing love. Mm-hmm. And she shouldn't have done what she did, of course. But I think that By that taking is her like, mom's retirement? Yeah. No, she should never have done that. That's okay. not good. <laughs> yeah. That but good? I think it's a mixture of like that light that comes on you and also... <clears throat> She is fun, mm-hmm. whereas not a lot of people in this cast are fun. And then she is demonstrative with her feelings, which makes her very easy to understand and move on from. Mm-hmm. So she will scream and apologize. So it's like, I I know exactly where I am with Jen Shaw right now. Whereas it, it seems a little bit harder to gain the day-to-day machinations of what is going on in Elisa Barlow's head. In a Whitney, even Heather's, Meredith for sure, who the fuck knew where we stood with Miriam Cosby, and these other nothing people on this cast. I don't know what's going on with these the two women who look exactly the same, and then the other one who's like a ghost, just haunting them. And they kept shouting out, they kept cutting to this woman. I was like, who is that? And she was just like, last girl at a club. I'm like, is she a PA? 
they just threw in to be like, look, we got to get out of here. We're so tired of looking at them in these Maryland wigs. Somebody oh just sit God. down at the table and say, like, let's go to the bar. Yeah, they that that little moment really was very reminiscent in, like, a tragic way of, like, Real Houses of New York. Like, when they used to just get fucking wild. And there'd be, like, a vibrator in the chicken. And, like, there would be, like, they'd be dry humping on the sofa in the but butchers. But less fun. Well, that's what I mean. Like, tragic. Yeah. Like, it oh, wasn't yeah. as fun. Oh, tra- got it, got it. Yeah, yeah it was tragic. darker. I don't know. I just... I, I find the whole Whitney and I find them both to just be so clearly unable to articulate themselves that like how <sighs> people are able to even pick a side or understand what they're talking about. But Chris, I think also people aren't uh, understanding what's going on. Oh, I thought you were also going to say <clears throat> they've seen all the episodes and you haven't. No, <laughs> I think is, like. Which is fair. I see a lot of people on the internet, myself included, being like, we don't really know what's going on. Like we can't sink our teeth into the this drama because – First of all, none of them are real friends. No, they all hate each other. And that is the they all thing their names feel. were picked out of a hat. And they said, you're meeting at, you know, and that's always place. been a problem on Salt Lake City is that just there is no it, natural cast. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. I really don't, I don't have much else to Do say. You, are about you it. like are you looking forward to uh, so there? I saw an Andy Cohen. They're filming <laughs> the reunion this week, which means there's probably what, three or four you regular episodes left yeah i and then, so are you looking forward to the back half of the season have you been enjoying salt lake city i i'm I, popping out until the reunion i see the the potential do you okay but i just don't know how we can really pull them out of this i also am going to be sad because i don't think jen Shaw is going to come to the reunion oh I, I think she's because bravo with- has like washed their hands of her Oh, they you hate think for her. one second, Jinsha, a woman who basically stormed BravoCon like she was taking she Normandy. She did. Like, it's not gonna she was up. in the Trojan horse. She she's was coming, coming in. Oh, yeah. she's coming for love or money. Like, mm-hmm. she, she'll be there. Mm-hmm. There's not a chance in hell Let's she's going to be in a crazy outfit. She might have a parole officer. But I think actually I would probably fire everyone but Lisa and Meredith and start and recast. Wow. Because I just think that I, I genuinely think that Lisa and Heather are bad housewives because they cannot. If you cannot actually explain yourself. Like if I am watching a fight between two people and I can't genuinely understand what they're talking about. <laughs> that is the bad quality of that. A housewife like yeah like we need to get the basis uh, of these kim things. richards was able Made to carry more clear. clarity yeah. than those two in that fight i was like with kim richards i was like okay like this is kind of like manic and like sad but <coughs> i do understand her point a to i can get from a to z and i thinking. understood dorinda when she had subtitles on yeah when she i understood said, her i don't care if you're the biggest fucking uh, hell and addict uh, eric addict in the world i sit you down and say what the fuck's going on I thought, yep, I get it. What she's trying to say is that she's I get compassionate that. and Luann should have treated her nicely. I was like, got it. Able to translate it. Yeah, like, we got you, girl. Okay, let's end the episode with talking about Miami, which is just chef's kiss delicious. Can't get enough. The hot main moment. I want you to tell me your thoughts. Go. Well, should I share with them how I watched Miami originally? Oh, my God. You guys get a fucking load of this. Okay, go ahead. So, love Peacock as I do, and I hope they'll sponsor this podcast. Well, um, I want to remind people, he, we were frantically, 
once the four episodes dropped, we're like, we got to watch. I couldn't sleep. So I woke up at about 3 Mm a.m. and was like, oh, Miami's out. Yeah. Guys, I watched episode four first and then proceeded to watch them backwards like fucking memento. So each episode I was like, wow, they're flashing to that scene. That seems really important. I wish I'd seen that. Then I'd watch the next episode. And then I was like, the second episode, the well, what I thought was the second was actually the third. Mm. I was like, wow, what a bold choice to start truly in the middle of Alexia's wedding. I was like, I thought we'd have gotten more lead up to that. <laughs> then I was like, and wow, now it seems we're... I, it, it, each time I was like, Bravo is wow. taking some big... I was like, Bravo the creative license. big swings. <laughs> it's like once I watched a full episode of The Crown in Spanish, I share a my um netflix with a friend who is the, her husband is natively spanish speaking and so they watch a lot of content in spanish i watched a full episode in spanish and genuinely thought <laughs> no wow that is crazy that what a bold artistic choice to have it in chris, spanish and have me read subtitles chris that happened to my mom and i when we watched drumline it's just like sometimes we were like just- why is nick cannon speaking spanish but I was like, like, we were, we watched a full 20 minutes and finally we're like, oh, this is it. I watched one of those Marvel movies out of order and was like, I think it is amazing that I was like, watch the second one before the first one. I was like, I think it's amazing that they really trust their audience in terms of not explaining who these characters are. <laughs> okay, but you eventually figured it out. The Peacock interface is trash. Continue. Oh, but I want to tell everyone. Thoughts? Watch it beautifully. It plays beautifully four to one. Okay. When you end at the doggy party instead of start there. Yeah. It's even good. funnier in some ways because you're like, huh, what's strange that episode four is the first cast party. Well, and then the hot mic moment. Well, and I thought what a great way to end the first <clears throat> episode. Yeah. You're like, wow. Who knew we were building to that four yeah. episodes in? Mm-hmm. Um, I love Miami. I think Alexia is a perfect housewife. She's our darling. perfect person. I think she needs to be protected. Her relationship with Frankie, is that his name? Frankie. Is so beautiful. Oh my God. I'm so attracted to the other one. Peter. John? Peter. Peter. <laughs> I'm also attracted to her um, husband Todd, when he said, I'm going to fuck you so hard tonight at their wedding, I had a laugh and was aroused. I was like, I love him. Like, I love Alexia. Like you said, protect her at all costs. I think she is truly the darling of Bravo slash Peacock. There's I nothing want... I'm waiting for more than to see her and Giselle on Girls Trip because they seem to be quite buddy-buddy. I want her Power. and Portia together. I could see that not going well. Oh, I don't think it's going to go well, but I would still like to see it. Like, I want to see. I think Porsche's going to run through that house like a freight train. So you know how, like, there's those Muppet men who, like, sit in the the theater together? Yeah, like Rosencrantz and Gildenstern. Yes, yes, yes. That's that's a Shakespeare reference. I can see. Well, of course I don't know that. I can see Alexia and Marisol being, like, that type of thing in girls trip like like really being like the greek chorus being like Who and i think they're gonna be talking women? in spanish and the entire yeah, time and they'll behind be like, everyone's back yes like in front of them is gonna be talking in spanish like oh that's they, what i mean in right front of like them, but, they're oh, going to be them. it's going to be so fucking good and i cannot I, wait and like you said her relationship with frankie is so beautiful so when beautiful. she when he was like jay like justin bieber i was like like justin bieber i loved him i love him 
I love when he said she looked like she was 25. Her <gasps> eyes lit up more than I've seen anyone light up on a show. <laughs> they have just really are, they have a really special relationship. And I'm I sorry, but we're getting Harry and Meghan docs left and right. And I can't get a documentary about fucking Alexia. Alexia. Oh my God. We this need woman's it. lived a life. It's honestly sick that Bravo has not done it. Like, I'm. We upset. started at that fucking w- when they were housewives or whatever that weird show yeah, was. Yeah, with Luann. And never got a follow up with Alexia? It's upsetting. It's honestly upsetting. Oh, I did love that episode. And I would really like to get one on Sonia as well. I'm good on Sonia. I just want... Because nothing she says is true. No, I think it is true. And that's the craziest part. I I love you for believing that. Listen, it is what it is. But let's... Okay, let's really get into this episode. It's three days after the party. Three days after the party. is really... And I don't know if this is going to be good to say. And look, you feel can free say to, it. Feel free to cut it. I don't Go care. Ahead. Go ahead. It is really hard to make Russell Armstrong seem likable. And Lenny is pushing me to be like, maybe Russell isn't the worst house husband of all time. This man is truly a demon. And look, and I say that, I, of course, domestic abuse is real and awful. Horrible, terrible. But so much of what we saw with that, mostly because those women treated Taylor so poorly. Terribly. Like, Go even, back and rewatch. It, it's really is horrible. Is it even true? <gasps> yeah. Like, why so, are you happy with him then if it's if he's doing this? It's like. Yeah, honestly, we should not have been surprised that um, What's-Her-Name was into Brett Kavanaugh. Let's just put it that way. Given how she so behaved true. around that whole When thing. I rewatched that season very recently, I was aghast. I can't re I watched Because I was like, I can't believe ago. that these women reacted this way and I didn't even remember. But keep keep going about But Lenny. I say that all as like slightly joking, of no, course. No, I and, of course. But Lenny is truly this episode when he's like, I just want to play tennis. That word tennis was very loaded. That was not tennis, you know? But see, here's the thing. I think every I knew you were gonna say that. But I think he is just an asshole. And I genuinely think he, at this point, would have also been like, look, I'm going to go see my fucking girlfriend, you dumb whore. Like, he hates her. Hates And she hates him. Last season, I remember talking to you about it, and I was like, these two are strangers. Two ships passing in the night. She didn't seem to know he was Jewish until about a year and a half ago. Chris, that was so shocking. I have to tell you. (laughs) I talked about this last week on the podcast. Like, when she said, did you guys do Shabbat growing up? I was like... What? Like, you've been married for 10 years. Like, what are you talking about? about? Also, it's not even that they hate each other. Sometimes they seem like strangers. They don't know each other. It's like two people on on that big brother. I think they have had. $40,000 rental. They've had deep, deep issues for so long. And I think it's all rooted in the fact that she couldn't get pregnant. And I think he looked at her and completely. She had a. She struggled. Oh, did she really struggle? I go back and rewatch early Miami because I don't remember any. Season from two it. is one of the most flawless seasons of television, yes. Okay. So I could start there? Yeah. Instead of one? Yeah. Okay. Um, I would start there. But I think in that moment, there was a part of him that he really didn't look to her as like a wife anymore. And we he was saw like, this all. Yes, like it was horrible. It was horrible. Like the way that he treated her was absolutely disgusting. He was like, if you can't give me that, then like, what are you doing? Like, I think he married her thinking she's a pretty woman. She's kind of dumb. You know, I'm going to provide for her, but she's going to give me kids because that's what women do. And when she couldn't do that for him, he was like, 
Well, I think he lost ev- like every Do feeling we- for her. And of course, we were coming off the emotional affair from last season. Oh my god, that's the other thing. I'm like. How do How you stay with a man who's man have? Well, I have I'm to so say, tired like, of him. He's, he's a, a he's physical affair is one thing. He's having Emotion. like emotional affairs. He's not sleeping with his mistress. He's like, I, I, I'm well, not. Well, this isn't the him. same woman from the emotional affair, quote unquote. No, no, no. Yeah, okay. no. But I, but if when she when he said like, because she's keeping me from the one I really <gasps> love, I was like, this is like fucking and correcting. the fact this is that like a play. he had the mic on he wanted her to hear that because i think this is what i think they have had this conversation of divorce and separation many many times times, and she does not hear him like okay and i I think he's reached his breaking point no not to defend lenny because i hate him but there is a world, actually, now that you say that, that I think Lenny has probably sat her down at that hideous table and yes. said, look, I want a divorce. I really don't like I'm you. I'm not happy. I have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. We need to we need to work on this. And she's like, where's the plank? Where's the plank? Do you put him, put him on the plank? Where's the plank? And he's the like, all right, well, maybe I'll tell her again he's, next week. He is truly an evil person. He's disgusting. And disgusting. Like, a we haven't one. seen a man like him in a long time. He's he in makes David Bedore seem cuddly. Oh, my God. I would... Exactly. So there's a part of me that really, like we were saying, he's had this conversation with her before. This is... Because the way that she's acting on this trip to the Keys is like, she's like, wow, it's really happening now. Like, like I've... We've talked about it. This has been something that maybe was a possibility. But now that it's real, it's like, oh, my God. Like, this is really it, you know? I hate him. It, I hate him. And he's too fucking ugly to act like this. And But her kids are adorable and beautiful. I know. I'm so glad she has <gasps> that little Ellen, boy with... Liam. Are those not her children's names? Ellen, Liam? Can't get mine. I don't know. John, John? Lenny Jr.? John, John, John. John. Uh, but she did say on Watch What Happens Live, she was like, when this first came out, his mom was like so on Lisa's side. Was like so upset when it first came out. As she moved back to Lenny's Leonard's <laughs> yeah. world class celebrity plastic surgeon Leonard Oxney. That was so fucking, fucking disgusting. And bravo, you because they knew exactly what they were doing when they left that fucking voicemail on. The my eyes rolled all the way back into my head. Mine popped out. World renowned celebrity. <laughs> plastic surgeon and how Lenny. How dare Hoxton. he give himself Leonard? Leonard, Sir, get the fuck Leonard. out of here, Leonard. You're a Len. You're a Len. You're a Len, and I don't like that the the new girlfriend mistress is now trying to slander Lisa. It's like this is the mother of his like two children. You got to shut the fuck mother. up. Mother, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm loving Miami. I love um, loving. I, I love. love I think Larsa. the fashions are incredible on this show. Like I love. It's like a, just watching a bunch of Marlowe's. <laughs> well, you just. I've never seen people just never not in a cocktail dress. They're like that little green number that Marisol put on to go to the pool. I thought was the cutest fucking thing I've ever oh, seen. Oh, Marisol is everything to me. Everything to me. I love. Um, I even love um the one I didn't care for last season. She's really grown on me. The wedding planner, Gertie. Gertie, yeah, she's, she's grown so on me beautiful. too. I really love her. You know, I can't. She's stand, got a youthful um, energy. Mom. Yeah, you hate Doctor Nicole. 
Grayson's mom. What is so upsetting is, to you about I her? I can't even say her name. I know. She why? She's one of the most unlikable, try-hard people I've ever seen on television. And that disgusting husband in, in, of hers, like, first of all, he's definitely an alcoholic with that ruddy face. <laughs> I would not have let him fly me anywhere. And of course, I am like one tequila deep. So like, all of this is going to be wild. But I would never let that man fly me anywhere. Okay. And he was like, oh, so is our private plane not good enough for Larsa Pippen too small? It's like, sir, you're definitely stealing money from people because the lawyers don't have that amount no, of money. No, I will allegedly. never forget that from the housewife and the hustler. I will say this till the day I die, that that lawyer said about Tom Girardi, he goes, lawyers don't make that much money and if they do they're doing something very illegal i have been saying it since the moment erica graced our screens and uh, i was like my, lawyers shouldn't have that amount of money no that and is, i and it's unless like it's if family he's, money if he has family money i would love to he know about it. it if he and has he should say that he needs to say that on television if he is investing in a ton of properties and is successful say that don't just say that you're an insurance insurance think, attorney that's like, just like not know. gonna fly with the feds I know, like, one of the reasons we love this new season of Miami is that it is um, bringing us kind of back to our early Housewives days and the aspiration and the kind of petty fights we're fighting about mortgages. Mortgages, and, yeah. Right? She is just so, like, I'm here for my well. And I'm like, bring me, like, some actual personality. Bring me something b- more than your, like, basic 2000. 2000- 17 haircut i also I'm so, think I, I, however her son is one of the cutest kids i've ever seen you 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 strictly refer to her as grayson's mom grayson's mom and his alcoholic dad <laughs> and honestly i'm on her dad's side in that scene well you know what i love is that there is a strong dislike for dr nicole for alexia no matter if they're having a pleasant conversation alexia will always look at her like you're the bratty little bitch and because she just so is, she's just so like, she's, so, who does she, you know, who, she, who was the woman on OC who she came around at the same time Shannon started and she was so awful and she was only around for about Lizzie? one or two seasons. She reminds me of that one. Just a kind of, I, don't you think I'm cute and like, I've got, my, it's like, no, being cute and having money ain't the assignment, sweetie. You need to have personality and mm. actual like oomph and when people were like remember oh look how well she i rewatched that whole last season and everyone was like oh my gosh she really handled the girl she sat there squawking like a dumb chicken you want to see someone handle the girls as larsa when she said let's get it popping i'm obsessed with larsa pippen yeah larsa is someone that that idiot should take notes from grace i mom. was very no very surprised on this podcast i'm not sure we can release this <laughs> you're fine i say crazy things all the time Someone called me up too in the reviews the other day. Quite but anyway, about it. <laughs> but when Love Larsa Pippen was talking about Scotty in like a positive way, she was like, "He was like really emotionally there for me." Like, it's like, like why surprised. did you guys divorce? No, I know. I was like, seemed kind of like you guys kind of had a good thing going. She's like, I loved him. We had a great marriage. We were married for twenty, 20 years. years. He's one of the best guys I've ever met. He was he's romantic. The old, he's the last romantic man on the planet Earth. Um, but I had to leave him, of course. I don't like. Did you? Oh my god! I wrote something down that I ha- I that gave me a chuckle. Oh, is it the the Craig thing? Craig Carl. Oh no, that's of okay. course hilarious. But this has to do with Larsa. When okay. she was on there, her date, 
And she says, I just want to start dating outside of the basketball world. She's now dating one of the most, the most famous basketball players in the world's son. So she's dating quite. LeBron's son? She's Isn't dating he a Michael child? Jordan's son. Oh, okay. I was like, I think LeBron's son is a child. No. Uh, she's dating Michael Jordan's son. And I'm obsessed with that. Like, Petty Pippin. Petty Pippin. Like, it's iconic. She is, just the way she looked at uh, Lisa and said, don't you, oh, people are going to love your new teeth. <gasps> like, oh my God. Do people love your new teeth? And she was like, just, I'm sure um, that they do, but they just don't say it. I heard you said, I heard you said drug dealers live in my building. You don't own your home. And I heard you're renting it out for music videos. <laughs> so. I heard that. It and was then she's like, so wait, but, and, then, and then she's like, and then Lisa's like crying, screaming, and she's like, Lisa, get over it and take a shot. Jesus. Like, I know, she was like, like, can you get over this? It's really not that big of a deal. And like, Lisa's God, can you chill? Hysterical. My party's upstairs. Something that I really am, am enjoying is that the other women talking about Lisa and Lenny, because I'm glad that they're not like sugarcoating it and they're like, Oh, like they seem to have a good relationship. Like they're all, they can all see what the fuck is going on. They all know Lisa does not have any control over her finances. They know the fact that they were talking about the panty parties and they were like, what the fuck was she thinking? Like for real. I know, but I, do you know <clears throat> that scene on Atlanta when I think Kenya tells Cynthia, I can't remember what she tells her, something about like maybe her dog died. Velvet. And Cynthia has like an oversized reaction. But she and goes, kind <gasps> of. And Kenya kind of breaks the scene and goes, please. Like, Cynthia, just no, like, she goes, Cynthia, please. But I think she's really saying, like, bring that reaction, like, sweetie. Like, yeah, that's like, not, it's too much. I think Kenya was like, that's not the tone of this scene. Don't right. pull for me. Yeah. The tone is muted. Yeah. Like, get the tone. Somber. I um, felt a lot of that energy when the girls found out about Lenny because they, I was, I, it was like, <gasps> no. <laughs> I was like, you, they, it sounded like she told a bunch of hyenas. Did you hear Alexia? She goes, I knew it. I knew it. I was like, when Alexia. Alexia said, is he still in your fucking home? Chills. I want to say to world-renowned celebrity plastic surgeon Leonard Hochstein, watch yourself in these streets in Miami. Mm. Because between Alexia, Todd, Marisol, and Bravo fans. Adriana's people. Oh, and you know she's got some mafia connections. Yeah, yeah. She I mean... Alexia was quite literally uh, in Cocaine Cowboys. She and knows Bravo, and Bravo fans. Like, I, he oh. needs to watch himself in the street because truly, if I saw Lenny, if I went to Miami and saw Lenny, he's getting hands. Hands on sight. Like, I don't know how actually the cameraman didn't just put the camera down and choke the life out of him <laughs> at the hot mic moment. <laughs> well, Chris, we're getting more. There's going to be more, remember? To see the his preview? little head propped up with <laughs> the pillow like, get out of my house! Yeah, he was like, the lawyers are going to have like to Gollum. tell you to leave. And then he was like, do you understand? And then that, oh, do you remember that messy cook who was like, I would call 911. Which he wasn't, by the way, Lenny wasn't wrong in that. No, Lenny you, was absolutely right. But that cook was so fucking messy when he was I like, know. I would, you, you should He's do He's like it. seeing Lisa get like screamed at. Lenny <laughs> was like, really nasty. And Lenny you know what really ugh. pisses me off is that he sat at that dinner and acted like 
he he was like nice to her. He was like calling and her. And sometimes my queen. he wants to play bits with her. Like mm-hmm. remember about opening the wine door, but then when she takes the bit too far, he gets so fucking annoyed. I know. Like he's like, Oh Lisa, the why you broke the Silly wine. Silly Lisa. And then when she, goes and plays like i'm gonna open it he's like you touch that fucking door again you dump it i'm like can you chill it's It's upsetting like he what's going on and the fact he calls them her kids he goes you need a place for your kids well um marisol said where's he gonna put his kids right I just worry about this. I worry about her. She's not going to get a penny unless... I really don't guys, think she... Unless she... Every, unless... I need the women on this show to rally around her. Every listener, I want... If you know Larsa, but if... I really just want us all to put it out into the world. Lisa must let Petty Pippin deal with this divorce. Mm. I want her to give... I don't know if power of attorney in terms of divorce is a thing. But I think she really needs... She needs to hand off every decision to Larsa. Every decision needs to be ran through that woman because she knows say, how to divorce. I don't even want her running them through her. I don't want. I don't want Lisa copied on the emails. Frankly, just send them to Larsa. I don't want. Her, I don't want her BCC'd. I want them right to Larsa, <laughs> and then I want Larsa to show up with a. Ch- and you know, Larsa will probably be taking ten to fifteen percent. Of course, of course. And She's I think that no would be a dummy. beautiful next venture for Larsa, like a divorce consultant. Oh my, because how this woman has managed her situation is really flawless. And how I she ran commend. the Kardashians. Like, I I think we, and look, Honestly, the since Larsa left them, they've been in their flop era. It does seem, yeah, it's like, Larsa, as the Kardashians fall, I mean, is anyone watching that new season? No, Kim had to put out a tweet. And asked oh, where she was like, what would... do you guys want to see next And week? all of the tweets were very negative. I thought that was so sad. I was like, Kimmy, you that know That was sad. This wasn't like, what fragrance do you guys like the best? Mm-hmm. This was like, what do you guys what want What do you want us, us to do with our lives? It's like, this is... It's a reality show, bitch. I want you to live. Like, Can you what imagine you... if like Bravo did that? Like, what do you guys want to see from like the New York girls? We'd be well, like... didn't they? No. I guess that no, they just farm questions from us, but not like, hey, would you like to be a like associate producer? Yeah, it's like, this is it's a, like your so, EPs on the show. Like, what do you mean right now? Like, that's your job. Keep and me out every of it. tweet was negative. Every single one. I know the Kardashians really. They're down bad. I thought it was that they weren't giving enough love to the twins, but maybe Larsa was doing some work behind the scenes there too. Larsa was caring. I love her so much. You know who we didn't talk about. I, I can't talk about that one. If you, if that's what you want to do, that do we have to end on Julia? No, we don't. I don't want to talk about. Is that, that who you were referring to? I can't talk about her. I can't talk about her. You know, I Our loved her. Me- I have said enough crazy shit on this podcast. I can't say what I said in my text to you earlier. I've alienated literally every. I can't drink tequila on this podcast. What are you drinking? Uh, tequila and cucumber uh, soda water. Okay, love that. And um, I will never appear on this podcast again. I can't end this on Julia. (laughs) Well, let's see, Miami. Did we talk about it? We talked about Adriana. We talked about Marisol. How are you? So are you feeling good about what's coming in 2023 with Bravo? Is This will be one of your last podcasts of the year. How are you feeling as we move into the new year with Bravo? We'll get a new Roni. Probably, right? Legacy mm-hmm. will probably be in... Not Legacy, but the... The reboot. Whatever the new one is called. Yeah. We're new Jersey. Probably Jersey at the top of the year. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? New Atlanta's probably Yeah, coming. I'm feeling good about it. I think Bravo... 
they got to figure out what the fuck's going on because the, the shows that shows? they're that's what i mean the shows that they're putting out i feel like have so much potential but they've been riding on housewives for so long real girlfriends of paris you thought had a lot of potential no but i mean like southern hospitality has great potential what I is think, that oh my god Southern hospitality. It's like a Vanderpump Rules in Charleston. Oh, that. Yes. No, I haven't seen it, but I did see it. It has great potential. I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. Something's going on. How are on you over feeling there. about our VPR kids coming back next year, probably? I'm excited because You're, they actually have real life shit going on. You know? I think 2023, you're right, but they do need to like hammer and they need to get away from this summer house, like the strangle I'm over the it. summer house case. I have. literally just tweeted that today. I have been, I'm so burnt out on the summer house, winter house, southern charm crew. But I'm I need sick of Lindsay them. somewhere. I don't know where an appropriate place for her to go in. Honestly, I'm good with Lindsay if she just wants to do a lunch with Ashley on Potomac. Just one lunch. Could she move to the DMV and be a friend of? I might like it. She's not that far. That's true. She could just take the Amtrak. Yeah. I'm never not New York. So, I mean, I'm just really burnt out. I think Bravo put too much stock into them. Um, and it's upsetting because I think if they would have just kept it as a summer house. Because here's the thing that I've – so I've really been thinking about this. The thing about Vanderpump Rules is that they were, like, iconic. Like, it, like the first four seasons of that show was truly – some of the oh, best television the best I have ever seen. Okay, so I still handed her ever all of it. I love it. What was that girl's name? Stassi. Yeah. All of, when Kristen was ripping cigs in the back, telling suck, suck a, a dick. dick, Diana. Yeah, like that's iconic television. Okay, and so we stay watching because they have that potential. We've connected with them. Summer House really didn't get good until season three. And even then, it has nothing on Vanderpump Rules. Like, and then you're nothing. right, and they really—it's like they—they—they they, they thought they had more than they did, and then they yeah, started. Like, they were like, "Let's." I'm like, "Do we need to?" And look, no. Again, and I these love people these think people, that they don't are spin off Amanda and Car- Kyle. No, no, I didn't need Winter House. I really like, didn't. We got Winter House before we got Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Like Bravo yeah. was like, "Let's throw these dummies in a home." This and it also looks filthy. It's just not fun anymore. These people have gotten too famous. They it it's not fun. It's just really not. I'm not even looking like forward the, to next season of Summer House. Like I don't care about these people. I think we need like a 40 year break. Yeah. And then we see them again like homecoming. Yeah, I would like a tw- yes. I would like a like, 20 year anniversary. 20 year. Let's give them 20 years off and see where they are. Yeah, like Kyle and Amanda divorced. Lindsay and Carl have two and a half kids and a dog and a fence and a yard and I just want the best for them. Luke is fucking Ashley still. Like that's what I want to see. I don't want to see Craig ever again. I don't want to see Austin ever again. I don't want to see Sierra. I don't want to see Danielle. I don't want to see No. We're done. End the chapter, put them out of their misery, put them out to pasture. I think Bravo also has has put kept things on for too long instead of putting new new shows out. So when they do, it's like, well, I don't have time to watch that. Like I I'm also, not getting invested in these new people when I could have the potential of watching something really good on Winter House with people I do know, but then it ends up not being good, and then you're just burnt out. I also think like we have learned we could put these shows on pause. Yes. Like, I feel like Summer House is never not on. 
Same with fucking Below Deck. If I have to see one more Below Deck. Oh my deck. God. Below Deck. Adventure Below Deck. Mad Below Deck. But here's the thing. People are loving it. People are watching I, it. I know. That's uh, the But thing. I think we need to that's sunset the that original one when Captain Lee leaves. No, that's really sad. I, I think he's Why? a really- he wants to go home. No, I know. Nice but life. I just- it makes me sad because he was the reason the show does so well. I know, but what I don't want and is I love his relationship with one. Carl. When Carl, Carl Radke, yes, it's beautiful, Chris. KSO, KSSO, Carl. Yes, yes, yes. So when Did Carl's Carl, brother was Carl passed, no, but when Carl's brother passed, <sighs> Captain Lee reached out. I mean, so did I, but I didn't get a response. I know. But Captain Lee reached out and they Captain. developed this friendship. And Carl looks to him as a father figure. And I believe Car- I believe Captain Lee is officiating their wedding. He does have a bigger footprint than me, but it is upsetting. Although did some, someone did send me a strange DM today that was like, I know Carl would really like you. And I was like, what? No, Carl like? would love you. But like, what do you? But I then I looked. But like, how this random. Person, but this person doesn't know Carl. Like, D- Doesn't know you. No, is this, <laughs> that's your Bravo resolution yeah. uh, for 2023. Mine is um, cancel Salt also, Lake City. Oh, I also have another take. Oh, okay, go on. I think what needs to happen for Watch What Happens Live <gasps> is we got to get... Oh. <laughs> are you okay? Are you, you going to say it? Because no, I'm not going to say it needs to cancel. I think they need... I think they need to get more regularly... OGs back on there that can like really carry a lot of the OGs just don't have show. good relationships anymore with the with but the, a lot of the new the people, people just that. aren't good at watch what happens live they're not and I like the fact that like I remember and it honestly gives me a little bit of a chill because it was like so I watch what happens live I have a very nostalgic like special the early in my years heart for I mean there was nothing like them. that show got me through some of my darkest days and I'm not even being dramatic like that was the one thing I could count on it was like I could get emotional honestly talking about it it was such a special show to me why am I gonna cry am I okay it was a beautiful show it was a beautiful show and it I made me feel like Okay, there are people out there like me who love celebrity pop culture because I was alone. I was going through a really hard time. And now are I'm watching okay? it. No, I'm like really <laughs> emotional. I'm like going to cry. I've like talked about my eating disorder on this podcast. And I've never cried. <laughs> and I'm literally crying. <laughs> You're having a mental breakdown about watching. You're like, I was alone. It was an incredibly dark time. I had no one. <laughs> But I had Andy Cullen. I was in, in high school. I really did. <laughs> and I just remember sitting there and I remember watching like Nene Leaks on the show. And Andy would always be like, I can take the night off when you're on the show. I he always used to say that. Now he I feel always like, used well, to say he now he's working he overtime because these people Is he? these people well with certain guests and like yeah. Like if you're, I miss the days when he would have like Cher on and it was the only guest. Well, I was gonna Mariah say that that's Carey one of the and that was the only he needs um I don't know what happened because it seems like they just lost their good booking agent. Like mm-hmm. Oprah did watch it happens live. Now Oprah. I think the Mariah show Carey is would too, come on once a year. Now I think it's too regimented. It's mm-hmm. like okay, it's 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 Sunday, so we're getting a Potomac Housewife and a C list celebrity. Okay, it's Monday, so yeah. that's gonna be the summer house. And then it's Thursday like, is like the the big day for like the big celebs. Usually, but I don't think we're getting. We're not. I mean, and this, but I saw celebs Adina aren't celebs aren't celebbing. 
Well, also like celebs have realized, like, LOLs, I'm not doing talk shows anymore. No, they're like, <laughs> just, we're like, good. I'll just go on Instagram like, live. They're like, I'll just do a fucking Instagram live. Yeah. I'm not, wait, I'm not flying out and getting an outfit for this shit. I'll talk to my fans on I know. Bed. It's just really upsetting, I know. Obviously. The I culture's changed, and we've simply been with Bravo for... You know, I was watching Old Roni, and I realized, if I've been watching the annex of Ramona Singer for 18 years... Yes. And honestly, now I have tears in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I really, because I remember the first time I saw her, <laughs> and I was it, I was in such a different place in my life. No, I. That's um, what I mean. Like they, these women have carried us. I'm picturing myself as just like I think I was like a little babe. I just looked up in the screen and I saw Shane Keo and Gina in their shitty kitchen, and I thought, this I know, is for me. I know. You All saw those gates later. open. I know. I know. It's emotional, Chris. It is. And that's why I'm like, Some bring Vicky year, back. Bring Vicky back. Bring the girls back. Like, bring, bring me back our Lou. Bring me, fuck, bring me Tinsley. I'll take a Tins. I love Tinsley. <laughs> stupid. I'm like, I'm crying. I don't know what's going on. I've said all That's what I mean. Like, it's emotional. Really I'm not even drinking tequila. I'm drinking raspberry water. There is um, just something. It's emotional. This network done us. No, it's really given us so much, and to just watch it slip away. I just flashed to like Tinsley falling on the floor in that red dress, going, "Oh my god!" It just like I know, crying. I know. We Think of Kim's mom die. I mean, we didn't watch her die, but we we watched Vicky hear the news. Oh my At the bunco party. Of Bi- now I'm thinking of Billy. Do you think Billy's well? Billy's- Billy Gunvalson? Billy Gunvalson. That's, Billy that's Gunvalson. That's not his last name, is it? I'm, he what loved Don. Steinmetz is Vicky's last No, I don't know why I know. And on <laughs> <What>? that note. <laughs> why do I know? <laughs> why do you know Vicky's maiden name? <laughs> I, think, I think it is. Hold on. No, Gloria. Billy's not okay. I haven't seen the likes of Billy. Has anywhere. Billy passed? No, but he's probably just no. in Chicago. I have to report it is Victoria Gunvalson, nay Steinmetz. So I did have that at the top of my, oh my God. I mean, couldn't have... remember Heather's name earlier in this podcast. It was Whitney's Vic... name you wouldn't remember. But See, there no. it is again. You didn't remember her now. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, it, something about those OGs. The OGs. And I consider Miami, there's an addendum there. Because these are stars. Like, these women. Well, also, we have been with Alexia and Marisol. Right. We saw pa- them 10 pa- years ago. Peppa. Absolutely. Larsa Peppa? Pippen? Larsa Pippen. No, I was like, Peppa. I'm Petty Pippen. I was like, Petty Pippen. Peppa Pig? Peppa. <laughs> I'd love to see Peppa Pig guest star on a Oh, my Miami. God. Get her on Watch What Happens Live. I'd love to see a Watch What Happens Live that was Peppa Pig and Petty Petty Pippin. I would love to see Peppa Pig and Miss Piggy. That'd be a two. I'd like to see Miss Piggy host Watch What Happens Live and just tell the girl. If we're going to keep bringing celebs out at reunions, Mm -hmm. I'd like to see Miss Piggy host the new Roni reunion and just tell Jenna Lyons what's what. About size inclusivity. Yeah. Anyway. On that note, we've dried our tears. Mental breakdown. So did I. You literally saw me cry over Watch It Happens Live, and then you dropped Vicky Gumbelson's maiden name. Like it was 
it was such a and, like again i do have to say i'm getting tears in my eyes again thinking about ramona like i really am and no, thinking, like we're just I like I, 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 it's I, a I, tough I loss it's a tough loss chris it is i just want to know she's well i We've won't be listening to her, her podcast but she has a podcast she um is apparently going to be starting a podcast with avery about their dating lives i won't be listening to that but um actually I, now that i think of it it does sound like i'll listen to that yeah that sounds listen delightful it. It sounds like a lot of just chaos <laughs> no but like we, watched, we were with ramona through it all the renewal the divorce the cheating do you remember, oh my god do you remember Jacques? shock Yes. He popped up in an episode of Roni I was watching recently. Again, I had tears in my eyes. I had forgotten about Jacques. He was a beautiful man. I think Lou's soulmate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've been through a lot. Victoria, Victoria and Noel. Michael Wolfsmith and... Um, Brianna. Brianna. Those two girls who are now porn stars. Lynn's daughters, Raquel and Alexa. Why are all of these names? I can't do basic math. Yet I've got the name Raquel and Alexa. Just right off the tip of Raquel and Alexa Curtin. Just like at my... I know. And no better place to end it. Raquel and Alexa Curtin. Yeah, let's end it there. We were all there that day when that door closed. When when they got that um, eviction notice. Yeah, that was one of... And they were hungover from the night before. And but, again, the Bravo cameras were like, we pot, we can't. Yeah, they were like, rolling. we are like, rolling. We're we're uh, here. The new girls today just can never give like they the just old don't. pals did. Yeah, they just don't know. They just don't, and that's okay. I don't blame them. It was a magical time. Um, well, this has been wonderful, Sam. Yeah. I didn't expect to say things that I think will probably get me driven off the internet, mm-hmm. and also pro- have like what is as close to a full emotional breakdown. I know. Now I'm going to go watch some old housewives because I... I'm going to go watch um, The Family Stone. <gasps> Are you... Got a... You're an emotional cutter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. But I do have a date with my friend once. Uh, we're making it Brie. We're going to watch and text about That's The Family nice. Stone tonight. Well, <sighs> Not sure if you guys enjoyed this... Listen to Shortcomings. It comes out every Wednesday. And I promise I, we are less problematic. And um, I don't think Chris I've ever is... cried on that podcast. You did. We had to take a break. There, We had to pause the recording. Yeah. When Big uh, passed. Oh, my God. Remember Mama Elsa? Stop. I can't. Stop. I have to go. You got to go. We have to go. Okay. Bye, guys. You can follow him oh, at this... clewis1219, and you can follow me at Bravo History. He's literally blinking because the tears won't stop coming out. Um, I, I love simply you all. don't know. I was like, yeah. Ooh, I have to be quiet. <laughs> Please be quiet. <laughs> okay. We love you all, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> A Huda Media Production.